This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. And today, we're joined by Kaylin Griffin, CHS Grain Merchandiser, with updates on this year's wheat crop. Kaylin, let's start uh, looking at the winter wheat crop. Uh, harvest underway, uh, a lot of weather challenges. How, is, how have those weather challenges impacted this crop? Sure, Mike. Yeah, it's been uh, dry in many areas. That's definitely drawn the attention of the markets lately. Uh, but mostly the winter wheat crop uh, overall is in relatively good shape. And I say that uh, relatively good shape because the southern plains in the southeastern U.S., where most of the hard red and soft red winter wheat crops are grown, those areas have received, uh, received timely moisture to support growing conditions this year. So as harvest progresses, uh, we're seeing some really nice yields out there. And those producers are benefiting from good prices as they bring in the harvest. So we're, uh, act, we're actually checking, though, on two crops, uh, the harvest of the uh, winter wheat crop, and also what's the outlook so far for the spring wheat crop? Right. The spring wheat crops and the, and the white, wheat, white wheat crops, uh, those have uh, not caught as many breaks um, this year as the winter wheat crops have. Uh, the spring wheat crop really is, um, <clears throat> you know, was planted into dry soils. And while a lot of areas were able to catch some scattered showers last month, they gave it some hope. This return of heat and wind the past few weeks uh, has erased a lot of those gains. So the crop is going to be limited to the finish line here. Uh, still some time left. For in this growing season and maybe more so for those areas north of the border but the moisture is really needed now during those uh, critical developmental stages uh, as we try to fill the heads uh, and, and after seeing the deterioration uh, in the condition reports the last two weeks sentiment in the markets really changed uh, and the trade is starting to realize we're going to be seeing below average uh, yields this year so let's look at the big picture the global picture uh, look at export demand and stocks, uh, how will those support prices, you think, for U.S. wheat growers? Mm -hmm. Shrinking stocks uh, for wheat, not only wheat, uh, for those of corn and beans, uh, it's all been great uh, support for commodity prices and wheat. Uh, so we're coming off a year that saw increased global export demand for grains, and that really started last fall when China increased their buying pace, and they really continued that throughout the year. So heading into the new crop cycle, we've still got commodity prices near recent highs. Um, we've seen global buying back off a little bit as everyone slows down, takes a look at the production potential for this upcoming harvest. Um, and right now, the main support for a continuation in these strong wheat prices uh, seems to be how the rest of the growing season might play out in the corn markets. Uh, the wheat market is sensitive to a potential drop in corn production this year. Um, like we stated earlier, many areas have been dry, so that would lead to the possibility of increased uh, wheat demand if the corn production just isn't there. Um, so we're looking at uh, the potential for you know an increase in domestic and global wheat uh, feeding, and so that's that's giving some optimism that um, <clears throat> another year of strong export demand uh, could be in the cards for for U.S. wheat growers. That's Kalen Griffin, CHS Grain Merchandiser. Thanks for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of co-op ownership from CHS at cooperativeownership.com.